0: The views and positions expressed in this program are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the views and positions of the game 730 AM. Some may find the content of this program controversial or offensive.
2: Time to
0: the game. Put on your big boy pants and buckle up. This isn't a safe space for weak takes or whining. You can say that this sports radio show is offensive-minded. Call the show at 517-300-4263. Text or call us through the game, 730 AM app. Message the game, 730 AM on
3: Facebook. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Yeah, yeah. Beanie's back. Tell a friend.
0: Here's your host and professional hellraiser, Beanie Howell.
4: Welcome in. Ton to get to today. And you know, it's a day that ends in Y, so there's another development in the Michigan legal scouting, sign-stealing scandal. In fact, there are multiple that we need to get to. One that broke right after we got off the air last night, and one that's just come out in the last minutes, really. We'll get to that, but before I, I dig in, let me set the table for you, because this isn't just some sort of news magazine. No, Offensive Minded is a conversation. And here's how you can join it. 517-300-4263. That's the phone number. You can email the show, me at wvfnam.com. You can send over a Facebook message or comment. Do that by searching Facebook for the game 730 a.m. Or you can use the free Game 730 AM app. Download it right now for free in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Just search for the Game 730 AM. It'll take a matter of seconds to download it onto your phone or tablet. Once you have it, open it up, click chat in the main menu. That empowers you to send over a free text message to it. We'll read that on there and get your hot takes and interact with you that way. Those are all of the ways to join the conversation. All right, now that the table is set, let's get to dinner. All right, I think I should, I should handle this in chronological order. My journalism senses are tingling, telling me not to do that, to go in the order of the most important, but this is an aural medium. Let's do timeline-wise, shall we? So here's the story that broke last night right after we got off the air. The Washington Post published this story. Headline, NCAA Pro Began After Firm Obtained Evidence from Michigan Computers. I'll read you some selections from this story, which you can find at WAPO.com. The science-stealing investigation threatening to disrupt Michigan's football season began after an outside investigative firm approached the NCAA With documents and videos the firm said it had obtained from computer drives maintained and accessed by multiple Michigan coaches, according to two people familiar with the matter. Evidence that suggests the scandal's impact could broaden beyond the suspension of one low-level assistant. These people spoke on the condition of anonymity. They did not disclose who hired the outside firm that approached the NCAA. The NCAA, the Big Ten, and Michigan all declined to comment to the Washington Post. Okay, before I go any further, let me just tell you, everyone on Twitter seems to believe that the outside firm to look into this before this became a well-known thing, everyone seems to believe it was Ohio State. There's no hard proof of that yet, but that seems to be the working theory. Just putting that out there for you. It wouldn't surprise me. Because remember, Ohio State, for at least a couple of years, I've seen their fans and even some pseudo-media members on Twitter allege that Michigan knew their signs and, and signals. I've seen that for the last few years. I even remember a couple of years ago, there was this groundswell on Twitter from Ohio State Twitter alleging that Michigan had somehow hacked into Ohio State football's computers. That has never, ever been substantiated, and I'm not suggesting that that's a real thing. What I am doing is just laying the groundwork here for you to understand why Ohio State might be the ones who would have hired an outside firm to investigate Michigan for alleged sign stealing before any other story ever went public. Okay, All right, let me continue with the story here. The, this is the Washington Post story. The outside firm's investigation began this season and involved interviews with people knowledgeable about Michigan football scouting operations, as well as reviewing documents and videos related to sign stealing efforts. Last Tuesday, these people said, this firm presented its evidence to top NCAA officials. The next day, the Big Ten later confirmed the NCAA informed both the conference and U of M that it had opened an investigation. Among the pieces of evidence the firm presented was a detailed schedule of Michigan's planned sign-stealing travel for the rest of this season, listing opponents' schedules which games Michigan's scouts would attend, and how much money was budgeted for travel and tickets to scout each team. The opponents targeted the most on this schedule were not surprising. Atop the list was Ohio State. Scouts plan to attend as many as eight games, costing more than $3,000 in travel and tickets. Next on the list was Georgia, a potential Michigan opponent in the college football playoff, with four or five games scheduled for in-person scouting and video recording, also costing more than $3,000 in travel and tickets. In total... Michigan's sign-stealing operation expected to spend more than $15,000 this season, sending scouts to more than 40 games played by 10 opponents. According to the university's public salary disclosure records, Stallions, listed as an administrative specialist in the athletics department, made $55,000 in 2022. The outside firm also presented to NCAA officials photographs of people investigators believed to be Michigan scouts in action, including current students interning with the football program. The photos showed these people seated at games of Michigan opponents this season, aiming their cell phones at the sidelines. Days later, the outside firm told the NCAA... Cell phone videos depicting the coaching staffs from these games were uploaded to a computer drive maintained and accessed by stallions as well as several other Michigan assistants and coaches. Okay, so to distill down this Washington Post story, the big developments are a different Big Ten school was hot on Michigan's trail about this and hired an outside firm to investigate. The outside firm turned up some evidence and then took it to the NCAA. That's what's prompted this going public and there being an investigation over it. Also, there is now serious, compelling evidence to suggest that, well, what many of us, those of us in reality, and not the U of M cult, have believed since this story went public. That this was not a lone actor. The evidence now suggests there was an entire drive on Michigan football program's computer system for this kind of sign-stealing and illegal scouting information that was regularly accessed by, of course, Connor Stallions, but other assistants and coaches. This was not limited to just one person. That's the big takeaway from the Washington Post story. Okay? Okay. Then there's this, this morning, footballscoop.com. Now let me address the obvious before I get into this. Footballscoop.com obviously does not have the journalistic heft or credibility of the Washington Post. I just want to lay that out there before we get into it. But they put out a story It's an Explosive report uncovers Michigan's travel budget, computer evidence, and alleged scandal. They basically summarize the Washington Post story. But then they added this little piece on, and I'm surprised this hasn't blown up more. Sources told Football Scoop this week that Michigan had scouted SEC foes, including Georgia and Tennessee, as potential college football playoff adversaries. Moreover, a source with direct knowledge indicated to Football Scoop that Michigan may have attempted to assist the opposition of a potential college football playoff opponent in an effort to disrupt that team's potential path to the playoff. Translation, Football Scoop is saying and reporting that Michigan used some of its illegally obtained stolen signs and scouting information and given that to an opponent of a team they did not want to see in the college football playoff. Now, they don't name who, but if you go on Twitter, there are a lot of other people talking about this, and I can just tell you who they suspect it is. The allegation is that Michigan you know, went and illegally scouted and obtained all this information on Tennessee and then gave it to South Carolina. That's the allegation. And what do you know? What happened in that game? Tennessee at South Carolina last year. By the way, Tennessee came in 9-1, and ranked... 5th in the country, right? Tennessee was having a very good year. The only loss last year was, uh, up until that point, coming into the South Carolina game, they had lost one game, and it was to Georgia. They lost 27-13 to on Saturday, November 5th. But Tennessee had spent a lot of time as number one that season. They were rolling. They were 8-0. They went and lost at Georgia. They rebounded with a huge win over Missouri the next week, 66-24, to get to 9-1. And then they go on the road to South Carolina. South Carolina, who was 6-4 at the time. Your final score that day. Again, a game in which, beforehand, Michigan allegedly gave illegally obtained info and stolen signs on Tennessee to South Carolina, Game caught 63, volunteers 38. South Carolina scored touchdowns on all six of its first six drives. Spencer Rattler, the disgraced former Oklahoma quarterback who had to transfer to get a job and has been mundane and mediocre in the SEC, just like he was at Oklahoma, somehow went 30-for-37 passing for 438 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions on the day. What I'm saying is, whether you believe it or not, there's some smoke there. All right? And then there's this, the latest... I mean, just minutes ago, ESPN published this NCAA at Michigan for sign stealing investigation. I'll read you a little bit. It's Pete Thamel An NCAA enforcement staff has been at U of M this week to look into the sign stealing probe. Sources told ESPN the arrival of NCAA enforcement just a week after the investigation formally launched is an indication of the priority the case has taken. The Big Ten confirmed last week that the NCAA was investigating allegations of sign stealing by the U of M football program. Since then, Michigan has suspended Connor Stallions, a recruiting analyst making 55 grand a year, whom ESPN had identified as one of the key people in the probe. ESPN previously reported Stallions purchased tickets to games at 12 of 13 possible Big Ten schools, the 2021 and 2022 SEC title games and games in four campus stadiums tied to four different college football playoff contenders last season. Overall, Stallions left a paper trail of at least 35 games at 17 stadiums across the country. A source confirmed to ESPN that the NCAA has begun to search the electronics of Michigan football staff members, first reported by the Detroit News. ESPN reported last week that the NCAA had immediate interest in Stallions' computer, and it appears that the scope of the NCAA's interest has expanded. ESPN also reported that the NCAA received stadium surveillance, surveillance video this week that a person sitting in the seat purchased by Stallions was using electronics to film a game, which is not allowed per NCAA rules. The scenario unfolding around Michigan is unprecedented. The NCAA has never litigated an alleged college football signal-stealing scheme of this breadth. And the manner in which the information was reportedly presented to the NCAA by a private firm not tied to traditional law enforcement would be considered highly unusual. The time frame of the NCAA's investigation is uncertain, but multiple people familiar with the NCAA investigation timelines have told ESPN that it's logistically impossible for the Michigan case to play out before the end of the season. Considering that the NCAA still hasn't completed Michigan's other outstanding NCAA case, which is tied to recruiting allegations during the COVID-19 dead period, the timeline of this case being finalized before the start of the 2024 season would be unlikely. Yeah, that's a good point. For those of you, and I've heard this a lot, in recent days. For those of you who think it's somehow possible that the NCAA could all of a sudden, for the very first time, move swiftly, efficiently, and effectively and mete out some kind of punishment for Michigan football that would preempt them from going to the college football playoff this year, it's just not possible. And here's why. Even in the completely bizarro universe where the NCAA, let's say, could complete this investigation today, which it couldn't. Well, let's just say it could. And then it would formally send notice of allegations to Michigan, which is required. Once that formal notice of allegations is received, per NCAA rule, a school has 90 days to respond. Well, Michigan, I'm sure would use the full 90 days, which, of course, would go well beyond the balance uh, the remainder of this college football season. Well past college football playoff, so it's a moot point. I know there are a lot of people out there listening who hate Michigan with every fiber of their being, and you're hoping there's some way that could be kept out. There's some way the NCAA could intervene and keep them out of the college football playoff this year, it's just not a possibility. Sorry to take a pin to your balloon. Anyway, those are the updates today. And there might be more. I have heard through the grapevine that there could be more as soon as today. It just, let's just say the, the spigot is wide open we're at wide open throttle right now. Development's coming more than daily in this story and getting worse by the update. And that's where I wanted to take the conversation. Because as the detailed allegations pile up seemingly by the day and as the explosive bombshell negative headlines and stories continue to mount. I got to ask this question. Do you think Harbaugh survives the rest of this season? Throw Ward Manuel in there too. Everyone wants to focus on Harbaugh and I get it. You know, he's the face of Michigan football. Fine, I get that. And he's got A number of other issues, right? Michigan's ensnared in a recruiting violation scandal on top of this. And Harbaugh himself is facing his own personal level one violation investigation for allegedly lying and obstructing NCAA. Lying to and obstructing NCAA investigators pertaining to that recruiting scandal. I get it. He's got a full plate of bad news. But Ward Manuel has been the AD at Michigan through a lot of controversy and outright scandal. And I'm not trying to do a full inventory, but just off the top of my head, there's of course this Michigan ensnared in two very public NCAA ongoing violations investigations, okay? Before that, there was the entire Robert Anderson thing. There was also Jawan Howard striking another coach on the sideline in a game and Michigan suspending him for a mere five games, letting him return in season after that. There's the whole Xavier Simpson wrapping Ward Manuel's wife's car around a lamppost at the time of day where nothing good ever happens. One early Sunday morning in Ann Arbor. Then lying to police, giving them a false name. And then somehow uh, this only resulted in a one-game suspension and somehow Xavier Simpson, despite wrapping someone else's car around a lamppost and lying to police on the scene, somehow never even given a field sobriety test, let alone a breathalyzer test. There's that. There's Michigan hockey was ensnared in a scandal a couple of years ago that caused them to wipe out, broom out one of the best coaches in the game for allegedly creating a toxic workplace environment and for being retaliatory against players who complained and sought some sort of improvement to the program culture. More recently, there was a Michigan hockey player who spray-painted swastikas and penises on the local campus Jewish community center. I know that's the first many of you are hearing of that because it wasn't really covered by the Detroit media. But when Michigan State puts up a trivia question about Hitler on the video scoreboard at Spartan Stadium, all of a sudden, it's Pulitzer time. Anyway, there, right there. I just named nine different controversies within the last two to three years. At Michigan. And look, back when we were at like five, I openly wondered aloud on air, how does Ward Manuel still have a job? And not only is it the controversies and scandals that he's presided over, but when they happen, he's nowhere to be found. Ward Manuel only appears for championship coronations and trophy ceremonies, or to play the victim at a press conference after there's a fight in the tunnel in the Michigan-Michigan State game. That's the only things that can bring him out of hiding. How does he still have a job? Everyone's going to focus on Harbaugh, and I'm okay with that because he's literally the face of Michigan football. But uh, Ward Manuel, definitely part of this too. So again, as allegations and increasingly bad news articles mount, Do you think Jim Harbaugh will be able to remain Michigan's coach the rest of this football season? If you want to flip it around, the other way to ask it is, do you think there's a chance Harbaugh is fired before this season is out? I think there's a chance. I don't think it's likely, but I think there's a chance. And what I mean is, remember, Harbaugh and Ward have an icy relationship. It's out there on full display. A lot of it is Harbaugh is bitter. He hasn't been rewarded with a new contract. He's paid fourth best in the Big Ten despite dominating this league the last two and a half seasons. He should be paid better than fourth in the Big Ten. There's no denying that. But now this complicates things. And remember, The other NCAA case, and his own personal NCAA case, complicated the contract discussions, which before all this came out last week, the word around Ann Arbor was Santa Ono was trying to ram through a new contract for Harbaugh before the end of October. Well, that's not going to happen now. So I'm asking you, do you think it's possible? Do you think Jim Harbaugh will remain Michigan's coach the rest of this football season? Is there a chance Ward Manuel tries to scapegoat and save himself by firing Harbaugh in season? Wouldn't that be wild? Undefeated, number two, maybe a number one team in the country by the time it could happen, firing its coach? I don't know if that's ever happened. When's the last time Michigan and Michigan State both had interim coaches at the same time? I don't know if that's ever happened either. Anyway, that's out there for you today. And again, you know all the ways to weigh in. So we'll get back to that. I'm going to hit pause. We'll come back and we'll bring on Chris Solari, MSU beat writer for the Detroit Free Press. He has some thoughts on this. We'll talk to him about it. And uh, unfortunately, we have to talk Michigan State football. Like actual football, not coaching surge. We can get into that too. But we'll talk about Spencer Brown being suspended. I don't know how he's still on the team after one of the most plainly obvious Intent to injure plays I've ever seen on a football field. Uh, We can also get into the Minnesota game. Is there anything left to play for this season? A couple of guys have entered the transfer portal since the Michigan game. We'll do all that more with Chris Solari. We'll talk basketball, too, since State opened up its season sort of last night with an exhibition win over Hillsdale. All right? Cool. Stay with us. Chris Solari, Detroit Free Press, MSU Beat Writer on the other side. It's
5: offensive-minded. With me, Beanie, here on The Game, 7.30 a.m.
6: The Game, 7.30
5: a.m. Right now, traffic. Be aware that eastbound I-496 from Lansing Road to Grand River Avenue, that's going to have a lane closed for construction there until the 15th of November. Got a traffic tip, 882-1389. With traffic, I'm Nathan Vandenberg.
6: There's only one station in Lansing that you've depended on for sports for over 30 years. Some call us by our government-given name of WVFN East Lansing. You can call us by the name the people of Lansing know us by. And that name is The Game. 7.30 a.m. Start your weekday morning with the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout. Middays with Mike Greenberg. Offensive-minded with Beanie Howell. And the huge show with Bill Simonson. We're a force to be reckoned with. We're Lansing. Dancing's only sports station, the game, seven thirty AM. from Kia of Lansing and Kia of Jackson.
2: This message goes out to all the great people in the state of Michigan who are looking for a new car and just tired of getting the runaround. Well, at Kia of Lansing and Kia of Jackson, we're going to make it real easy for you. First off, everybody gets $3,000 minimum for their old trade-in. No ifs, ands, or buts. Second off, we have new cars to sell. They're available to test drive and available to buy. And third, we have great interest rates, like a 2023 Kia Soul or Kia Forte 2.9% APR because I'm Skip Young and you know I want to see ya in a Kia. You
6: should be driving a Kia from Kia, and
2: Kia, Jackson. Kia of Lansing on South Pennsylvania Avenue and Kia Jackson on Page Avenue across from Menards. Trade offer requires new vehicle purchase. $2,209 per month for 1000 borrowed for 48 months at 2.9 APR with approved credit. Expires month at
6: thekiagiants.com.
7: I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life.
8: Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips. Pain that not only affected him physically, but also emotionally. And it spilled over even to his relationships.
7: I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people.
8: But then Dan found QC Kinetics. With the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatment, with lasting relief. I felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants.
7: The end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone.
8: Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics
0: 616-315-0166. Locations in Holland, Lansing, and Grand Rapids. 616-315-0166
9: Shop Black Friday every day and get the best new deals all month long only at Lowe's. Right now, save up to $800 on select major appliances, plus save an extra $100 on select laundry pairs. And there's more. Bring home pre-lit artificial Christmas trees starting at $49 because Lowe's knows deals. Valid through 1031. Applying savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply. While supplies last, selection varies by location. See com for details.
10: What's for dinner? Burgers?
11: After last week? No thanks.
9: Nissan has a car for every driver who wants more, more action, more fun, more guts, more head turns, more adventure, more electric. At Nissan, more is all we do. Shop Black Friday every day and get the best new deals all month long only at Lowe's. Right now, bring home a select DeWalt drill or impact driver or cobalt 40 volt blower for just $99. And order by 2 p.m. for same day delivery because Lowe's knows deals. Value through 1031. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Same day delivery by 8 p.m. for eligible in stock items, subject to driver availability. Fees vary based on purchase. Additional terms apply. See Lowe's.com slash same day delivery for details.
1: Confessions of a Potentially Perfect Parent, brought to you by AdoptUSKids.org.
9: I
2: don't know how to talk like a parent. Don't make me come back there. You see what I mean? It's pretty awful. Try it again. Don't make me come back there. Now that's pretty good. That one kind of sounded like my dad. Weird. You
1: don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who would love to put up with you. Call 1-888-200-4005 or visit AdoptUsKids.org for more information. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids in the Ad Council.
8: Card number seven is pulling into the pit.
10: Team, I want peak performance. Let's go over my diabetes checklist.
13: Start taking
10: action now for diabetes. Medication. Got them. And my insulin supplies. Exercise. Check at least 30 minutes most days. Blood sugar level.
12: On target, diet, eating healthy,
2: and your A1C is under control. Keeping your blood pressure and your cholesterol in the zone is also important.
10: Check, how am I doing?
9: Your numbers are looking good. You're good to go. Thanks, team. Wow,
8: look at number seven, racing out of the pit.
9: Managing diabetes,
0: including controlling blood sugar, is a team effort. Keeping your body at its peak performance requires a plan that's right for you. Take the wheel and start taking action now for diabetes. For more information, visit StandForDiabetes.org.
8: That's StandForDiabetes.org. A public service of TCOID made possible with support from Santa Fe Aventus, U.S.
11: You know that the ice cream scoop has the power to make a child smile and that by slowing us down, the traffic light can keep us going. You know that the golf tee brings friends together, that the mailbox keeps them connected. You know that the cataract laser helps you look to the future, while the pacemaker ensures that there's a future to be seen. You know that the lawnmower, the clothes dryer, and the elevator make life easier. That the blood bank makes life possible. You know that these things we count on every day started as ideas. But did you know all these ideas came from the minds of African Americans? Support minority education today so we don't miss out on the next big idea, tomorrow. The United Negro College Fund. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Please visit uncf.org or call
6: 1-800-332-UNCF. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. The traditional light bulb, a groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer lasting energy star like bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council
0: Talking about it like he stole it Yeah, he probably did too Beanie Howell with Offensive Minded On the game, 7.30 a.m.
3: Swatch it
14: Swatch
4: Hey, it's Michigan's new fight song. All right, we're back. All right, we had a scheduling change with Chris Solari. We're, We're efforting him for a different time today. So put a pin in that. So I'll reset the topic here, all right? As more and more bad headlines pile up and more allegations and frankly damning details come out in the Michigan illegal scouting scandal, I'm asking you, do you think Jim Harbaugh will finish the season this year coaching Michigan? Now, again, I want to be careful to point out there's no possible way the NCAA concludes its investigation and then issues some sort of punishment before this football season is over. It is mathematically impossible because even if the NCAA handed Michigan It's notice of allegations today, meaning the investigation is over, which it isn't. But even if they did, Michigan would have 90 days to respond. And do the math, 90 days, well, that's well past the end of the college football season, well past the college football playoff. So that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, is it possible that the PR gets so bad that Michigan is forced to remove him in season, whether that means firing him or suspending him with pay, whatever. Do you think Jim Harbaugh finishes the season coaching Michigan football? Or maybe, uh, you know, Ward Manuel could try to scapegoat it. You tell me. Actually, don't tell me. Not yet, because we've rescheduled (laughs) with the enigmatic Chris Solari, all right? So... We'll get him on here. We'll pick his brain about it for a few minutes. And from there, we can dig back in with you. The the questions out there for you. We'll take care of it later on the phone line and everything else. But Chris Solari, the MSU beat writer for the Detroit Free Press. Are you there? Oh, sorry. Let me try that. Hello? Yeah, we got you now. Okay. Thanks. Thanks uh, for um Figuring out on the fly with me, man. Um I had a yeah, nice sorry about that. oh that's okay. I had a nice bumper for you. I had Rockwell, somebody's watching me, the new Michigan Ooh. fight song. I do like that. That's a good song. So let's um let's start there. I know you're the MSU beat writer, but yeah, this is the biggest
15: uncredited Michael Jackson cameo.
4: Yes. For Jones' son. Yeah, how about that? It's good to know people. Oh,
15: that's, that's where we were starting, right?
4: Well, speaking of that Let's dig in, again, you know, the MSU beat writer, but uh, this is the biggest story in college football. So, I'm going to ask...
15: I'd hesitate to say that. I'd say college sports.
4: Okay, very good. Always good on semantics, Chris Solari. So, uh, let me ask you what we've been talking about with the people today. As the allegations continue to mount, as people in your industry continue to put out more and more stories that have more and more damning details and or allegations... Do you think Jim Harbaugh finishes the season on the sideline for Michigan?
15: That's a, that's a really good question. One that I don't necessarily have a good answer for at the moment. But, you know, if, if this extrapolates further, and I mean, let's face it, it's extrapolated quite a bit over the course of the week since we first learned about it. Um, how much more can it go? How much deeper can it go? I mean, you know, there's there's still the thing that we talked about the other day—the gambling part, um, because you know some of these rumors that have come around certainly affected gambling. And did people have who may have been working on that have access to that in terms of the Connor Stallions project? We'll call it. Um, and did they use it nefariously for their own financial gain? We'll find out, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure we're going to find out more about this story. And <laughs> I mean, We might find out more about this story while we're on the phone. That's how much this has been popping yeah. um, and how quickly things have changed. So I would say uh, – uh, I would have to say – All signs, if I'm a Magic 8-ball, I'm saying all signs point to
4: no. Wow. Okay. I didn't think you would say that, honestly. Um, But,
15: but again, the one thing that's the wild card here is, you know, the NCAA. Right. And what did this outside firm dig up? And how much is the NCAA going to use? Those are things that we don't know yet.
4: And are you – I want to be clear. um, Are you saying then – I guess you don't have to clarify, but are you saying that you think Michigan would just can him or would suspend him with pay like they did connor stallions or or what I mean,
15: I would think <laughs> it's hard to tell yeah. it's hard to tell because um you're you know does he
4: is he directly implicated?
15: Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be.
4: The big question, right and now. What's interesting I, I to me about that, Chris? Survives it because you, you know,
15: you you have to have ownership of your program. NCAA has mandated that for all head coaches.
4: Right. That's what I was going to say. Um, That's in the new rule.
15: But if he's tangentially, as it is right now, in terms of hiring Connor Stallions and having coaches on his staff allegedly accessing this database um, I don't know if, if, if you don't see H.C. Jim Harbaugh on there Ken, does the university feel comfortable doing that? They may suspend him with pay um, but if he's I would think if he's directly linked to it you gotta move, you gotta make a move,
4: right? I would think so um, but I'm, I'm not so sure we need that for something to happen, um, at least a suspension. But let me ask you, to that point, you you just mentioned the rule that was made much stricter, I think, in January, that uh, as it applies to this scenario, uh, it doesn't matter. According to the NCAA bylaw, it doesn't matter whether the coach had direct knowledge or was directly involved. He will be treated as directly involved in the disciplinary process because the coaches treated as ultimately responsible for everything in the program. They made that abundantly clear in the new language. So um, with that in mind, when they suspended Stallions last week with pay, by the letter of the law, shouldn't Harbaugh have been suspended with pay too?
15: It's hard to say that too, because you don't know exactly what Michigan knew. I mean, they've been playing coy with Michigan with all this matter. Um, You know, I I think Michigan is learning about things in real time, quite honestly. And, you know, I think they were supposed to meet with investigators today, which could lead to something. Um, How much the NCAA wants to put out as well is, again, you know, one of those big questions. Are they going to empty the apple cart and say, fess up? Or are they going to keep the slow trickle going and say, admit, admit now, admit now? I don't know. You know, that's the thing about a story like this is it is evolving constantly. Um, I think there's going to be more people come forward. I think the investigators – I wouldn't be shocked. If there's an outside investigative firm, as the Washington Post reported, it would not shock me if there are ongoing investigations still in terms of who these people were that were filming these games. What exactly was the process? I I wouldn't – you know, this isn't like this thing is wrapped up by any means. Um, but it sure is a damning large amount of evidence right
4: now. Yeah, no kidding. Um, hey, a logistical question for you. So let's let's go down the line and say it's uh, you know there's a vacation of virtually every win and accomplishment Michigan football has had at least since you know last season and this season. If that happens, does that mean the Paul Bunyan Trophy has to come back to East Lansing?
15: Never really had that situation?
4: <laughs> I would. It just came to me last night. I was thinking, wait a second. If they have to vacate those, uh,
15: well, I, you know, I, I think what, what years was the MSU probation? Did that the seventies? Well, but also in the nineties.
4: Oh, the per- okay, yeah.
15: Because they had to vacate the I think the ninety four season, but they beat Michigan the previous year, so that was not vacated. So I think okay. it would be potentially a first. Um, in this, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure that the folks over at uh, the Duffy Doherty Building would say, "Hey,
1: give it back."
4: I mean, Bring if if home. vacation of wins is supposed to be a serious punishment, which the NCAA says it is, then I think that means we have to go back to the last untainted game, right? Which would be State One well, and Twenty One. at it
15: a different way. If they if they do have to vacate, does that make it a 2 nothing Michigan State
4: win? Um, that's not how it works, right? It just strikes the complete game from just the...
15: So how would you do that on the trophy? Just X out the score?
4: I guess so. Yeah, but Take State... Right, but because State like still draft. gets the trophy because they won the 21-1, right? Yeah. I don't know. Just uh, That was a fun little localization of the story I was thinking about. Um, okay. All right, uh, let's put a pin in that for now. Let's talk about Michigan State. I don't know what there is to talk about. I mean, obviously the coaching search, but let's talk about actual football. Uh, Spencer Brown gets the half-game suspension on top of being ejected from the game the other night for the hit. Um, Are you surprised that that's all he got? I mean, I thought that was pretty heinous.
15: Yes and no. I I think that was... That was it was during a play, um, albeit way far away from the play. And like I told you yesterday, there was the component of the Michigan player making contact with his face. But that was that's that's a classic Michigan tactic that has happened for generations. That Mark D'Antonio beat out of his players mostly from responding to something like that. Um, you know, is it? <laughs> You know that's how George the team, you know, both Jim Beckwith's teams and Lloyd Carr's teams, and and uh, even Moeller. I mean, they would they would try to actively get under MSU player's skin to, to cause a reaction like that and draw those kind of penalties. And you know, I think that speaks volumes to the shift between the D'Antonio and Mel Tucker tenure, without question. But I mean, that play in particular, I think it's probably the right decision. Um, because of the heated rivalry, because of everything that happened last year with the excess punishment in a lot of different ways. Um, I, I think that, you know, listen, football, things like that happen. You know, late hits out of bounds happen, those kind of things. Where do you legislate it? He got the flagrant. He got kicked out. He's going to miss basically a full game. Um, so I, I think it's, I think it was a terrible decision, but a good uh, a fitting
1: punishment.
4: Yeah, and, um, you know, I look, I, I think I, if I were in charge, I would have thrown him off the team, it was that heinous. And also, he's not a particularly good player. But to that point, you know, the guy whose job he took, uh, Blackstock, has entered the transfer portal, so he probably is valuable. Um,
15: That's not true. Black Blackstock never took his job.
4: I thought he was the, the starter and then Spencer. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so who, who, who beat Blackstock out for a job? Well,
15: I think it's probably Ethan Boyd okay. um, from East Lansing. Um, so, you know, you're looking at uh, Brandon Baldwin and Ethan Boyd probably in the first half. Um, not, I mean, Ashton Leppo could be an option. You know, the, their other tackles are very, very young. I mean, they're one injury away from some pretty awful stuff, quite honestly. Um, so I don't know. I mean, that's that's going to be a fascinating thing because you know Minnesota can get after you a little bit, um, and you've got a young quarterback. And you got to protect them. So I expect the weather to be bad, so I expect this to be more of a ground game. So what? I do think that's going to be interesting to see what happens. So if you can't grow, if you can't Uh, great the road with those guys. I don't
4: know. Saturday's a high of 34 with snow flurries. So, yeah. Um, Okay. And then the other one this week is Simeon Barrow enters the transfer portal, who's a really good defensive lineman, but he he struggles to stay healthy. And he left the game the other night with injury, too. Um, So I'm not sure how you quantify that. But uh Minnesota has struggled offensively much of this year and their new quarterback, I forget his name, he has a a, a Greek name. Forget the kid's name, but he has struggled. I I, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce it.
15: I've written it a couple of
4: times. Yeah, he's struggled. What do you make of this game? Just give us like the thirty five thousand foot altitude look at it.
15: Well, like I said, I, I think neither of these teams throw the ball very well. Um which you know, I don't think either team really defends the pass that great either. But you know, Minnesota's strength is its run game, anyways. So I anticipate this being mostly on the ground. Um, you know, I think that's that's going to be the key. Who can run the ball? And you know, I, the Barrow, I think the Barrow one in particular has kind of swung to to, to Minnesota winning this game. Um, you know, I, I think this is going to be a challenge. I mean, it's going to be a challenge on the road. you got a West Coast, Southern California quarterback who's never played in snow. And your second option is a kid from Morgan who's never played in snow. And, you know, I think Michigan State stays on the ground, but I think Minnesota, you know, I mean, they got the leading rusher in the, the Big Ten right now. So that's going to be a, a test for a defense that's going to be without Simeon Barrow already thin at, at at the defensive tackle spot. Already thin at linebacker. Um, yeah, I, I just think that I think they're going to show a lot of fight in this one, and I think it's going to come down to Minnesota winning it in the fourth quarter.
4: Yeah, um, you mentioned quarterback there, so I'm wondering what do you think Michigan State's record would be? They're two and five right now. If Peyton Thorne were still here, I'm thinking like four and three. What do you think? Chris, you there? Did I fry your brain?
15: Yeah, I'm having issues with my phone a little bit. Um, oh, sorry. You know, I think that, you know, you can look at what he's doing at Auburn, and I don't look too much at that because that's a different offense, and it's, you know, it's a totally different scheme, and this is, would be a year four for him here. So, huh, I, you know, four and three is probably right. I mean, I think they win the game at Iowa don't think they beat Maryland, uh, probably win the Rutgers game. So I think you know, you're looking at those two wins and you know then you're talking about whatever bowl game
1: might be,
4: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think that's probably the difference this year between getting a sixth win and an extra couple of practices and all that. Um, last thing I want to talk about football-wise is maybe not the last thing, but Yesterday, the Tucker Title IX investigation or whatever it's called, the the hearing, I guess, is final USA Today. You know, your sister publication reports that. And they found that Tucker did violate the university policy and he sexually harassed Brenda Tracy. Um, Do you think, obviously, it doesn't matter to his job because they moved and fired him without that. But what does that mean to the impending wrongful termination lawsuit?
15: I don't know. I mean, you know, that's they're gonna fight this the way it sounds from his uh, agent releasing a statement today and appeal that decision, um, which is odd seeing as how apparently they weren't in 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 the uh, room for that adjudication yesterday on this, and uh, apparently Mel Tucker is still battling uh, his unknown medical condition. Wish him the best health-wise. Um, but I don't know, you know, it, I mean, they're going to fight this. The Michigan State, are they going to fight it? That's, that's I think, the bigger question. Um, because they fired them without cause. they They're basically saying right now that they're not going to pay him. That means no buyout. Mm-hmm. So Tucker Camp's going to continue to fight for the buyout. Um, Michigan State's got deeper wallets. I mean, it's is pulled as the purse strings are in many different directions for many different reasons at that school. It's still, only a couple of years ago, they went through a billion-dollar capital campaign. So, you know, they will, I think, fight this. Um, I don't think they settle. I, I do think that this is something that they see as a, a way to, I guess, repair Yeah, Some of the damage to the image that's been there for a few years now.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, too. They think um, they're digging in on this because they think this is a winning issue for them in more ways than one. They think they have a solid legal case, and they think they win the court of public opinion, too, by uh, going to court over it. Okay, um, last thing football ways now is... Coaching search, are you hearing anything you can pass along? Obviously, everyone wants to talk about Urban Meyer, but I'm talking, if you want to pass along anything on that, fine. But what about, like, time frame? Because now I'm hearing, I've heard, I'm sure you've heard, I don't know if you want to go public with it, that um, they want a a hard deadline of the end of the first week of December to have someone in place and introduced.
15: That wouldn't surprise me in the least bit. That's generally the time frame you want, particularly if you are anticipating not having a bowl game. Um, But, you know, I I think some of this, we'll see what happens with that presidential search too, because I think, you know, that could be tied to this. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. there's a way they can link and make sure that they have these two individuals on the same page and you're not just, guessing right right um but you know i would think that's you know the the rumors will start heating up once the calendar turns to november and i think they'll be more realistic incredible by the time we get to that point
4: okay cool and then how about we end on basketball um you were there last night right for the exhibition i was all right so i mean it's hillsdale um and it's 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 not really fair to call it a competition, but Carson Cooper, I guess, drew the most attention last night, even though he had a bad night at the free throw line. Any takeaways? Like, I guess what's your big takeaway, if any, from that exhibition win over Hillsdale?
15: Yeah, I think Cooper and Trey Holloman looked really good. I think the freshmen showed promise. Um, I thought the interesting part was Tom playing a little full-court pickup with his guards, which I think is something that he could and should use this year because he's got premium defenders, you know, four or five of them. Um, I think that's the one thing that I saw there that's going to be interesting. But I think the Cooper and Sissoko battle in the middle will be nice and interesting to watch. But it'd be interesting to see what happens come Big Ten season where both of those guys are at uh, production-wise. Um, but – you know, they did the things that they needed to do. They got their freshman's feet wet. You saw Cullen Carr dunk. But more importantly, I think you saw Cullen Carr be aggressive offensively beyond just going to the rim. He was he was attacking the basket and scoring below the rim, which is something that we don't talk a lot about with Cullen Carr, but that's going to make him a dynamic scorer, I think, at this level. So Booker getting to step out and hit threes, I think, is something that there wasn't. I looked down the bench, and there wasn't any hesitation letting them do that. There wasn't any frustration that he did it. So that tells me they're going to give him the green light from outside, uh, you know, a couple of times a game. So I think that it, it was a good start. I think the things get real, though, with Tennessee coming in on Sunday. and That's going to be a challenge, I think, in a different way. Uh, it's just going to be an exhibition game, but you want to win this game. No question.
4: Yeah, for sure. And uh, Tennessee, one of the better defensive teams seemingly every year, especially last year. Okay. Um, one other thing on hoops. So, did he say it after the game? He said sometime recently he told you guys that he's gonna demand more from Malik Hall. Tell us about that. What What is that about?
15: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he he needs to demand more. He feels like that way. But I think the other thing you got to remember is this is a kid who came off off season surgery, so he's got to get himself back into game shape. You know, he wasn't in game shape last year because he was hurting and. I thought he looked better laterally uh, last night. The points weren't there. The rebounds weren't there. But that'll come. That'll come with, with the reps, I think, in games. And and I, I'm not concerned about Malik Hall because I think what you get from him is a steadying defensive president back there with the Soko, a guy that can guard multiple positions and a guy that can play multiple positions on offense too. So it, they, need that. they need that with this young team. They need a, a guy that's kind of a veteran voice like that.
4: And we're like two and a half weeks away from the Champions Classic against Duke in the United Center. So I know the season starts before that, but that's the first real big marking matchup. Um, Anything else we need to cover, Chris, or are we all set? That's about it. I got to go get some dinner out of here. All right, man. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it as always. All right, you got it. All right. Chris Solari, MSU beat writer, the Detroit Free Press. Appreciate his time. Set a break, we'll come back and reset it for you offensive-minded. I'm Beanie. This is the game, 7.30 a.m.
5: Just 10 days till MSU Basketball on the Lansing Sports Network. Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM, and Classic Rock, 94.9 MMQ. Powered by Whitelaw PLC. We fight your fight. The game,
6: 7.30
5: a.m. Right now, traffic. Be aware that eastbound I-496 from Lansing Road to Grand River Avenue, that's going to have a lane closed for construction there until the 15th of November. You've got a traffic tip, 8.8. With Traffic, I'm Nathan Vandenberg.
6: It's the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show on the Lansing Sports Network, the Big Talker 1240 WJIM, and Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ, a tradition in Lansing for over 20 years. With your hosts, the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout, and offensive-minded host, Beanie Howell. Powered by White Law PLLC. Douting
5: Industries, Shoe and Sons Recycling Industrial Services, Gravity Smokehouse, and Chandler's Top Shelf.
6: This is the White Law P.L.L.C. Tellgate Show. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting
8: with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. Win big, relax oh so comfortably, then have an unforgettable dining experience at the world-famous Roots Chris Steakhouse. It's your getaway, reimagined
12: Your doctor today about sky rizzy the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit skyrizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more
1: ranger station ranger speaking
2: yeah hi i'd like to report a bear sighting
1: location my backyard
6: oh your backyard try telling a bear that
2: i did and this bear talked back talking bear
6: that's rich
2: no wait it was smoky
6: bear smoky Why didn't you say so?
2: I did say so.
1: Continue.
2: I was burning yard waste. No boy. He told me to burn legally and responsibly, and to remember that if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave.
6: And as always, he's right. You know, 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented.
2: Yeah, I know that now. Thanks to me. Actually, thanks to Smokey.
6: As usual, the talking bear gets all the credit. Always burn responsibly and contact your local fire department for open burning regulations. Because 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at smokybear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires.
0: Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk Wireless plans.
6: You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply.
10: Are you ready to smell better naked? I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, the OBGYN creator of Lumi the whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours on pits, feet, privates, and beyond. It's pH optimized to safely and effectively control odor anywhere you have it, but wish you didn't. Plus, it's proven to work better than a shower with soap alone. Whether you shower twice a day or three times a week, Lumi works better. And did we mention it's aluminum free? With over 200,000 five-star reviews, I'm so sure you're going to love it or you can return it for free. There's a special offer
12: for listeners. Use code 500 and get an extra five dollars off a Lumi Starter Pack that comes with a solid stick, cream tube, free product of your choice, and ships free with code 500. LumeDeodorant.com code 500 for an extra five dollars off a Lumi Starter Pack. Love it or return it for free. That's LumeDeodorant.com code 500.
0: Vex Trailer Superstore sells more aluminum trailers than any other dealer in America and the brand we trust is Legend Trailers. Vex has carried dozens of trailer brands over the years and none of them stack up to the Legend Trailers, which are built right here in Michigan by Michigan workers. Visit us here at Bex to see the superior Legend quality firsthand. Or give one of our trailer specialists a call to learn more about why Legend is far into way, Michigan's number one trailer brand. If you appreciate quality, value, and longevity, then you'll appreciate Bex Trailers. Super- superstore and legend trailer The future of joint pain relief is here. It's QC Kinetics advanced regenerative medicine. This is amazing stuff. If you've been told more steroids or surgery are your only options, don't move so fast. Get a second opinion and learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. I'm talking about lasting relief. QC Kinetics doesn't mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties placed directly in your aching joints to restore and repair that damaged tissue. Imagine living your life this fall with no more pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, and without drugs, downtime, or surgery. Listen, life is about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call the local medical professionals and get a free consultation today. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. Call 616 315 162 That's 616-315-0166. Locations in Grand Rapids, Holland, and Lansing. Are
10: you ready to smell better naked? I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, the OBGYN creator of Lumi, the whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours on pits, feet, privates, and beyond. It's pH optimized to safely and effectively control odor anywhere you have it, but wish you didn't. Plus, it's proven to work better than a shower with soap alone. Whether you shower twice a day or three times a week, Lumi works better. And did we mention it's aluminum-free? With over 200,000 five-star reviews, I'm so sure you're going to love it, or you can return it for free. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code 500
12: and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. That comes with a solid stick, cream tube, free product of your choice, and ships free with code 500 l-u-m-e deodorant.com code 500 for an extra five dollars off a lumi starter pack love it or return it for free that's l-u-m-e deodorant.com code 500
6: wvfo east lansing. lansing town square media station. station we're the station you've turned to for sports for over 30 years the game seven thirty a.m
9: the michigan news
6: network
16: I'm Beth Fisher. A house fire in West Michigan near the Lowell City Airport has claimed the life of a four-year-old boy. Four others were taken to the hospital, including the boy's father, who's in critical condition. The Kent County Sheriff's Office has three others, a 27-year-old woman, a 64-year-old man, and a 54-year-old woman were treated for smoke inhalation and released. One firefighter suffered minor burns as they retrieved the boy's body. A two-year-old boy who got a hold of an unsecured gun when he was left alone in a car in Lansing and shot himself has now died. A 44-year-old man ran from the scene Tuesday but was later arrested. Lansing Police Chief Ellery Soseby says this emphasized the need to make sure anytime anybody has a weapon that they legally own, they need to make sure that it's taken care of and secured when it's not in their possession. With a tentative deal in hand, the UAW will now be working on two fronts, get the Ford deal ratified, and pattern it at GM and Stellantis.
13: The union actually calling Ford workers back to their jobs so that Ford is at full production while GM and Stellantis lag. President John Fain will now try to get those car makers to agree to Ford's 25% pay hike and job security guarantees.
17: We won things nobody thought was possible. Since the strike began, Ford put
13: 50% more on the table than when we walked out. Ford local presidents will go over the deal Sunday, and if they sign off, it goes to workers for a ratification vote. Jeff Gilbert, the Michigan News Network.
16: Detroit-based Shinola is expanding. The company says it'll be opening a new store in downtown Grand Rapids just in time for holiday shopping. Although an exact date hasn't been released, the store is scheduled to open sometime in November. The store will be located at 40 Monroe Street inside the Peck Building. I'm Beth Fisher for the Michigan News Network.
6: Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old.
16: I should have
7: worn those earrings today.
16: I like those
7: earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class.
12: Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle
11: up, honey.
7: Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is like busy, you know?
6: From the Service Professor Weather Center, WBFN, Lansing Weather. More rain showers for us tonight, and it will be windy at times, a low of 61. On Friday, standard showers, and the chance of an afternoon thunderstorm, a high of 73. On Saturday, mostly sunny, a colder day with a high near 50. And Sunday, rain showers, a high of 45. From News 10, I'm first alert meteorologist Darren Rockall. The game, 7.30 a.m. Right
5: now, traffic. Be aware that eastbound I-496 from Lansing Road to Grand River Avenue, that's going to have a lane closed for construction there until the 15th of November. you got a traffic tip, 882-1389. With traffic, I'm Nathan Vedenberg. WVFM. Just 10 days till MSU Basketball on the Lansing Sports Network, Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM, and Classic Rock, 94.9 MMQ. Powered by Whitelaw PLC. We fight your fight. From the Wrestling
6: Center to Little Caesars Arena, we've got the sports opinions that matter to you. From the Driven Collision Studios, we make friends by accident. On the game, 7.30 a.m.
3: There's a long history of radio superstars that have come and gone in the Lansing area sports radio, daddy. Legendary names like Mike Peplowski, David the Mad Dog, DeMarco, Brock Palmbush, and Timmy Stout. But only one man has the intelligence, the intestinal fortitude, a girthy medulla oblongata, if you will. That man is Beanie Howell, daddy. Beanie Howell, you've been to the top of the mountain. You've wined and dined with kings and queens, and you've dined in the second-best production studio in the building on protein shakes and poking beans. But let there be no mistake, only one man will rise and step to the microphone to become world champion of Lansing Area Sports Talk Radio. And that man is Beanie Howell, daddy. Put your hands on the radio, ladies and gentlemen, and help me welcome him now to the airwaves. Hard times! Hard times!
13: You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times!
4: Thank you, Dusty Rhodes. Hard times for Michigan football, that's for damn sure. Ain't getting any easier. You know, there's a breaking story right now in the Detroit Free Press. Kudos to the Michigan writers at the Free Press for finally getting on Michigan football. This isn't really related to the sign-stealing case, but... By the way, as recently as yesterday, there were like two stories... Negative stories about Michigan State on the Free Press Sports section site. And you had to scroll down like two full scrolls to find anything on the Michigan football thing. Never change, Detroit media. Never change. Anyway, they have this Tony Garcia who covers U of M for the Free Press. Had him on the show before. Listen to this headline. FBI joined University of Michigan police investigation on ex-Michigan football offensive coordinator Matt Weiss months ago. I'll read you a little bit from Tony's story. The University of Michigan police department told the free press Thursday that it has been working with the FBI, quote, four months, unquote, to investigate former Michigan football co-offensive coordinator Matt Weiss's computer case. And then they have a statement here from uh, from the U of M, police. Quote, The University of Michigan Police Department has partnered with the Federal Bureau of Investigation regarding the Matt Weiss unauthorized computer access incident. Currently, the investigation is extensive, ongoing, and is of the utmost priority. Additional information will be provided when available. Okay, so he was fired. Matt Weiss was fired in January. He had been placed on Uh, leave before that for alleged computer access crimes, right? They say that those quote-unquote computer access crimes occurred at Schimbeckler Hall from December 21st through the 23rd of 2022. University employee informed the police about it on January 5th. And that's where we got the scene at Matt Weiss's home in Ann Arbor of even federal authorities and unmarked cars sort of like raiding his house and taking out some of his stuff. By the way, this has been reported before, but it's worth noting again. As Tony Garcia points out in his story uh, at the Free Press right now, and you can read it at free.com. There is no connection between the Matt Weiss story and the sign stealing thing. U of M deputy police chief Melissa Overton said, quote, the Weiss investigation is not related to the sign-stealing allegation in any way. There you have it. I know people are trying to connect those dots, but it's been reported before this. This is just a good reminder. They are not connected. All right? Worth passing along, though, because that Matt Weiss story is one of the weirder ones. I Look, I don't know what he did, but the fact that a college football offensive coordinator from one of the biggest brands in the sport was suspended and then fired for alleged computer access crimes and there were authorities and unmarked cars raiding his home? And then we just don't get any developments on it for a damn near year? It's just wild, man. Wild. Does that happen anywhere else but here with them? Anyway, back to the main topic today. I'm asking you, in light of all of the damning allegations and more and more stories on this science-stealing thing for U of M coming out every day, multiple per day now. Just asking you point blank, do you think Michigan, do you think Jim Harbaugh survives this season? Will Jim Harbaugh be able to complete this football season on the sideline for U of M football? Basically, put another way, do you think he'll be fired and or suspended in season? You can weigh in on that. Here's the phone line, 517 300 You can always email the show, Beanie at WVFNAM.com. Go ahead and use uh, the free game 730 AM app. Click chat in the main menu to do that, or send us a Facebook message or comment. Just search Facebook for the game, 730 AM. All right, I'll go out the phone line now. Is it uh, Ted in Lansing?
7: It's Ted in Lansing. How are you today, Beanie?
4: I'm good, man. What do you got for us?
7: I got three quickies. Uh, Number one, I want to know where the Michigan Board of Regents is. Everybody's criticizing the MSU board, which they're both elected. Both boards have the same responsibilities, and the Regents have done nothing but sit on their hands. That's point number one. Number two, I agree with you. What is Ward Manuel doing? Why is he still working there? You know?
4: Yeah, I don't know.
7: He's
4: he's presided over. That guy has presided over enough scandal and controversy to make an Illinois politician blush.
7: Yes. Yeah, he could be a wardman in Chicago.
4: (laughs) Keep going. What's your third thing?
7: Okay, the third thing is the NCAA and the Big Ten are not going to decide Michigan's future this year. It's the selection committee. And I'm telling you right now, the Michigan fans are not going to like what I say. But when it gets time to pick four teams, Michigan's going to end it up being ranked number 5. If there's any way possible for the committee to do that, they will keep them out because the rest of the country doesn't care about Michigan.
4: Do you think there's enough out there right now in the reporting to, to make them actually do that?
7: I think they're on the bubble. It's close. And quite frankly, this thing ain't over.
4: Yeah, uh, that's true. I'm, I'm hearing there's... On, I'm hearing there's more coming as soon as today, and that's coming from Michigan people, not from people outside of the Michigan football program. And one other thing on this college football playoff committee topic, uh, look, I buy it that it's possible it's going to get a lot worse before it starts to get better. So I'm not trying to shoot down your theory here, but Ward Manuel is on the committee. So now he's not allowed to be in the room when Michigan comes up, just like every other part. Oh, go ahead.
7: That's right. That's right. So when he's out of the room, what is Alabama or LSU or Georgia? What are all those schools going to say? What is Florida State going to say? What is Duke going to say if they're in the room? None of these people particularly care for Michigan.
4: Well, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. But I don't know, man. Like, Look, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff happen lately that I didn't think was possible. So I'm not going to say it's not possible. I just I have a hard time believing they would keep a 13-0, and 0 number one or number two ranked Michigan out of the playoff because of this controversy, even though, I'll be honest with you, what's different about this scandal is it's, incur- it's occurring in real time. It's not about recruiting. Yes. It's about stuff that's going on right now, giving them an advantage on the field. So I suppose it's that's possible. Right. Um, what would you put the likelihood at in your estimation of that happening?
7: Probably 40%, 35%. Especially if we end up with five undefeated teams, Michigan's out. That's an easy fix then for the committee. They go, well, your schedule, you're 103rd. (laughs) Yeah, I get that.
4: I I get it. I I see your point there. I still don't think it's easy, though. Because while you're right, they will definitely have the weakest strength of schedule. They will have probably demolished two top ten teams in Penn State and Ohio State. So get there. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm true. I'm not
7: sure. I'm not sure that's going to happen. Oh, really? Uh, well, oh, based I based on I, I what? Would not the I think Penn State's going to beat him.
4: Oh, man. I don't they couldn't move the ball in Ohio State. How are they going to do it on them? I know it's at home, well, but
7: well, but this is this is going to keep building and it's at home and it's at night. and Harbaugh's Oh, no, it's not. not. It's Penn's the noon
4: coach. kick because the stupid TV oh. deal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Which is, I think, matters. That's a massive advantage lost by Penn State, yes. and for some reason, yes. the entire country is subjected to Ohio State naming their score against MSU at the Horseshoe that night because you know that makes sense.
7: <laughs> no, it doesn't. But TV's <laughs> not real smart. They're yeah. kind of like the guy that that was born, you know, a billionaire, and he and he thinks he earned it.
4: Well, no kidding. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you, you know, sell your soul out to right. corporate suits and TV boardrooms across the country.
7: Don't count Ohio State out either because I oh, think man. Ohio State can play with Michigan.
4: I don't know, man. It's hard for me to say after watching that game, but I appreciate the call nonetheless. Thanks, Ted. Good right. stuff as usual. I just have a hard time seeing Penn State or Ohio State keeping it close against Michigan, let alone beating them. I mean, I watched that. I watched almost all of the Ohio State-Penn State game last week before I had to uh, leave for the tailgate show. Dude, that was rough. I mean, Penn State at 1.0 for 15 on third down. Ohio State, not much better. I mean, Kyle McCord just... And I don't blame him totally. He's, He's still a new starter. And Penn State, I do think, has the best defense in the Big Ten. And frankly, I... I think Penn State's roster might be the best in the league. But, you know, they just they can't win big games on the road under James Franklin. He's one in nine all time at Penn State on the road against top 10 teams. And that showed again. Now he'll have Michigan at home. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know how you could watch that game and think either one of those teams can stay on a field with Michigan for a full game, let alone beat them. And I don't think you need signs. I don't think you need to steal their signs to have that kind of advantage of them. I think Michigan is that much better. And that's the real shame of this from the Michigan side. But it seems like whenever there's some awful cheating scandal, the teams doing it are the ones that least need the help. But they're like such driven competitors that they're looking for every single edge. Their pathological uh, competitive nature drives them you know, to the fringes of integrity and, and beyond. You know, I, I think that's... Uh, it seems to be somewhat common in these massive cheating scandals. Michigan doesn't need these advantages, I don't think. Not this year, at least. Maybe last year. I mean, they, I'm sure they have helped. That's the other thing. I keep hearing that it makes no difference. Are you kidding me? Well, the, it doesn't really matter. It's not that big of an advantage. Are you kidding? When you know what's coming, that changes everything. You can get into a specific personnel group, a specific defense, specific you know, offensive package. If you know what the other team is doing and trying to stop, well, I would say that is a massive advantage. Guys, a big chunk of the game of football is about disguise and misdirection. If you eliminate that element from the recipe... <laughs> it's a massive difference. Why do we have people out there? Jeff Saturday saying it today on ESPN. What the hell? Well, you still got to stop it. It's easier to stop when you know what exactly what's coming. That's a big difference. Still, though, Michigan's really good. I picked them to beat Penn State and Ohio State both handily this year without stolen signs. Now, maybe last year it's different against Ohio State because, you know, NFL quarterback, maybe, and it was on the road. I could see that. But this year, I don't think it matters. But I'm tired of hearing that the advantage Michigan has gotten from stealing other people's signs and illegally surveilling them. And by the way, let's keep in mind, it's not just that. This Connor Stallions guy, by his own admissions, had, had created a very sophisticated algorithmic approach to this that was predictive of what was going to happen. He's able to predict what's going to happen based on the signals that he cracked. And not just that. You might say, why would he scout the same team multiple times if he cracked their signals? Because teams in a given season, even without suspicion, other other teams are surveilling them, have different permutations of their signals that they go through, that they change up just in case someone starts to pick up on them. Well, by surveilling these teams for multiple games... He can learn all of them, and he can learn the patterns, and that gets predictive. You start involving some AI tech on that, and the sky is the limit. Before I get back to the calls, and I got two callers, just hang on. I want to play this. Here's Bob Stoops talking about it. He was on some show called The Sports Animal. I guess I don't know what that is, but I want to give him credit. The Sports Animal. This is Bob Stoops talking about the Michigan thing. Here's. Arguably one of the greatest college football coaches of all time. And he'll tell you whether it gives Michigan an advantage or not. Just how much this matters. Bob, is this Michigan sign-stealing story a big deal to you?
1: If it's true, oh, absolutely. That's ridiculous. I yeah, Listen, everyone, I, oh, it happens all the time. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I've never heard of that. In all my years of football and everywhere, every team I've ever been on, Sure. Do we look across the field? And if you can see it, that's that's your job to do. You know what I'm saying? If I'm able to just in my plain eye to look over there and know what they're doing, I should be doing that. But the video people or to send people to scout and marry up a signal with a play and ah oh, no 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 no, that's terrible. And uh, it's goes against everything you know we're about. That that's wrong. If it happened, I'm not saying it did, but I've never heard of that. Never been around anybody who's done it. And uh, now look, I I looked across and I knew Mike Leach's signals, and he he didn't. He was bold enough not to change them. So I we would we we would we would, we would call out what they were running. And you know Mike, he just he's like they still can't stop it. Well, we did funny. <laughs> so um, you know that's different. You can see anything from the. You know, without filming and without going to scout, that's a different deal. But you do that, that, that that's as wrong as it gets.
4: Okay, that's the opinion of one of the greatest college football coaches of all time. But I'm supposed to run with the opinion of all of these anonymous Michigan hacks in the Detroit media, or worse, their mouth-breathing fan base on Twitter. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to side with Bob Stoops on that one. 517 300 Steven Lansing has been waiting. Hi, Steve.
14: Hey, Uh, Beanie, how's it going? Thanks for uh, taking my call. I just wanted to uh, weigh in on what kind of the previous caller said some things. You guys said that discussion. Um, So, I think uh, he's one way or another after, even if it's in the season or you know, right after the Big Ten Championship, I think he's gone. I think there's too much evidence on him to not have to not take a, a stance on it and you know the NCA is has all these resources available because they're no longer looking at you know trying to chase bags of money over the place that you know go to nowhere that they're there there's' serious allegations and they're gonna look into it and you know they're gonna they're gonna throw the book at them, I think at some capacity um, so as Michigan just keeps kicking you know they have the resources to keep kicking the can down the road <clears throat> you know we'll just I, I just think he's I don't think he'll make it to the bowl game, or you know, they get the playoffs. So make it to the playoff. Um, I just think he's he's done. But I, I wanted to. I was just. I was thinking about this today.
4: Hold on, wait. When you say you think he's done before the bowl game, do you think Michigan fires him or suspends him? What are you saying, or both?
14: Oh, I I, I think he just resigns. He's just this is too damning evidence, and he's okay. he just tries to save face because you know he's he's got to think about his next steps. So does he go to the Bears? Does he go to? You yeah. Know, whoever to, to, I mean, he, he wouldn't be the first people.
4: guy, though. To, he wouldn't be the first guy to go to the NFL, leaving the college program he was in charge of in a smoldering dumpster fire. I, that's, that's not going to preempt him from or preclude him from getting a good gig in the NFL, though.
14: Okay. Cool. That's that's a um, you know. You just think point. he'll
4: get a head start on it because of the bad optics, is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. I go. So, sorry. Yeah, Keep get, going. What else did you have?
14: So my second major point I wanted to bring up was. The playoff game last year, they lost to Texas Christian. Yes. Now, my my thing is, I think that I, my theory is is that they didn't beat Texas Christian because they didn't know they didn't know what they were going to do, especially a three five whatever defense they're running. That you know, should be pretty easy to, to scheme against, you know, or game plan against, especially if you knew what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the opportunity to go and research and do their due diligence on them because they didn't. They didn't never thought they'd be their opponent. To, Correct. To they
4: they did not scout them. It's, they scouted everyone else on that first top ten playoff ranking, but them. They were the only one. And is it a coincidence then that that's the team that actually just destroyed them and they couldn't stop? I think that's too much of a coincidence.
14: That's just what I'm. That's what I'm trying to bring up here, man. Just looking from outside, looking in. You know, half glass empty, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, MSU grad. I just. <laughs> I think the evidence is too too much there, and uh, I don't know. I just think, and kind of to to bookend with the last color set, I don't think I think they'll beat Penn State and Penn State, but I think that Ohio State's going to get them in Ann Arbor just because I think their Ohio State's defense is sneaky good. It's better. Yeah, I think Marvin Marvin Harrison is a once in a generation. Talent. I don't care if it's McCord or Devin Brown or you throwing him football. He's still going to get you know. (laughs) He is. He's still going to get good. He's going to put up numbers. He is.
4: But dude, I don't know. CJ Stroud couldn't get anything going on him. Why would I think Kyle McCord could? And then on the road in his first time playing in this game, I just,
14: I just, I just think this. this, I think this is all going to build up too much the next couple weeks, and players are going to lose focus, and Ohio State's going to come. Especially you know Ryan Day is going to have those guys. You know, ready to, to run through a wall for him because he doesn't win. He's <laughs> by facing a pink slip at the end of the game. He was, I think so three, too. Three that's yeah. Like, that's like sacrilegious. So, yeah. Um, All right, man. Yeah. That's just, that's just, that's just my take, Beanie. I appreciate Michael.
4: Yeah. Thanks for listening and calling in. I appreciate it. One more thing before I get back to another call. Yeah. There are a lot of these coincidences that line up that are just too hard to ignore. The fact that we now have reporting that, Connor Stallions and his elaborate network of eavesdroppers scouted illegally. Scouted everyone on the top ten ranking of the college football playoff committee last year, except for TCU. And what do you know? That's the basically the only team all year that was able to do anything against Michigan's defense. You know, and they scored over half a hundred points on them. Well, that's a little coincidental, right? That. Makes you raise an eyebrow. And then there's this. Do people realize yet that Jim Harbaugh's worst year at Michigan was the only season when people weren't allowed to be in the stands? Think about that. The COVID year, when they played in empty stadiums, it went two and four, and it was bad. It almost got his ass fired. If it weren't for the pandemic, he would have been fired with that kind of of season. But then again, you know, look, it's, what was different about that year? Connor Stallions couldn't go to other stadiums because people weren't allowed. Is that a coincidence, too? I don't know, man. 517 342 63. Best Boat Randy, are you going to brag about how your wife got you a cool truck for your anniversary again?
13: No, that's old news. We got her a car, dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it balances out. Okay.
13: Oh, uh, anyway, you know. I know Spartan fans happy because of what's happening in Michigan. Michigan's fans is happy with what's happening in the state. Well, I'm going to take it from a different perspective, okay? Let's say I'm a guy from Florida, all right? I'm laughing. Can you think of two more embarrassing ways for football just <laughs> to embarrass this state? I mean, come on. I'd rather see MSU and U of football coaches get fired for gambling. I mean, come on, Beanie. I mean, this is so – Soap opera, ridiculous. Okay, I mean, and I mean, I know everything's going everyone's gonna get caught, get busted. You know, everything. It's gonna take forever to fix. But the, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, I said it before. It's just getting worse. Um, you know. Yeah. It, they gotta fix it because this is so damn embarrassing. I mean, I would love to take my kids either to Spartan Stadium or the Big House, but you know what? Forget it. I mean, no. I mean. I, it just is so embarrassing. I would just like to have both colleges get back, have a good program, and just you know play football. This is so. it's just it's a, you can't even, it's not even reality TV. No, it's you don't even get
4: that. to talk about football with them because both yeah, are just there, constantly no, one-upping he, each other in the head in the headlines for something off the field, right?
13: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd rather see one of our local guys, Dwight, Granite. I mean, Mason, one of these players, local guys, go to the big house or go to Spartan Stadium and start talking about, hey, look, a local look guy does great. I mean, how long is it going to be? I mean, this will never go away, but when will MSU and U of M actually get some great recruits because they're a great program clean and they're winning games legally? And, you know, it's just its so pathetic. How, you know, I only have to listen to it on the way home and, you know, in the work. How can you deal with this every day? My God.
4: Well, it's free content. It makes my job easier, to be honest with you. It really does. Oh. I do have a very easy job with these two the last few months.
13: You know, and I was thinking, man, now I know how BD uh, felt about. Aaron Andrews, or Aaron Rodgers, excuse me. Uh, you know, oh, quarterback. Yeah. Uh,
4: it's mean, always something.
13: Dude. <laughs> but anyway, hey, thanks for taking my call. You guys have a great day. Okay?
4: All right, man. You too. Appreciate the call. Um, let me go here to uh caller, you're on the air. Who is this? Oh, sorry. Let me try. caller, you're on the air. I don't know what is going on with the damn phone line. Let me try one more time. Something's up here. All right. I don't know. I got someone on the line, but nothing's coming through. Let me try uh, that. Caller, you Call me me on you the Bill air. I got you now. Simonson. Who is this?
18: Bill Simonson, <laughs> <open> walking <window laughs> beard. Beanie, hang on. I got a legend on the line. He wants to talk to you. <laughs> I've got an opportunity for you. If you can answer my trivia question, you'll get to spend one night in the maze in blue. Race car bed with room for the optional lady friend. It's a big bed because I'm a big man. I'm huge, <laughs> but if you don't want it, that's okay. All right. Well, didn't
1: give me the give money. me the trivia here's, question.
18: Here's a question, a legitimate question for you. All right. Um, you were talking about how uh, the NCAA that Michigan could slow walk it and file an appeal, and it could mm-hmm. go ninety days. Uh, you know, past the college football national championship, and yep. plus the NCAA is as slow as molasses. Like, it took them six years to resolve Kansas. So yep. my question is, with um, the Big Ten, like what they did against Michigan, with uh, or I mean Michigan State, with cracking down after the tunnel fight, um, What? how much clout do they have to put the hammer down on Michigan, or, or is what they can do against Michigan not very – uh,
4: powerful compared to what the NCAA can do? Good question. Um, I don't know. Well, I do know this, that there there is some level of unilateral authority that the Big Ten commissioner has, right? Um, so yeah. Tony Petiti, I think, in theory, could he could do something about the Big Ten title game. But you're talking about, like, does the NCAA have the cojones to hurt a cash cow? I don't think it does, as as evidenced by virtually every opportunity where they don't do that. They do the exact opposite and slap them on the rest. But also, think about the Big Ten. I think they're even less likely to do it because, I mean, the Big Ten means more. Excuse me. Michigan means more to the Big Ten than it does the NCAA, right?
18: Hmm. Yeah, maybe.
4: I don't think that's going to happen. Um I I also don't believe someone earlier, I forget who it was. Oh, it was Ted Lansing said he thinks the college football playoff committee would mobilize to keep Michigan out because it's so unprecedented. I don't believe that's gonna happen, but then again, you know, I I didn't see any of this coming eight days ago either. I had heard some things, but I didn't know about this. Anyway, Boy. I guess it's possible. What I think is more likely is that the the allegations and stories get worse and worse and worse till they hit this critical mass where Michigan is like enough and they either set him down and suspend him ultimately, you know, knowing that he's going to be gone anyway, or they just outright fire him. I think talking about Harbaugh, that is, that's what I think yeah. happens here because Michigan and I know state fans may not believe this, but it's true. There are people at Michigan in positions of power and influence, whether at the university or, you know, with the control of the purse strings who care an awful lot about these integrity things. They really do. And like they yeah. almost got Jawan Howard fired over the punch. Uh, I yep. suspect they would move the needle here to get Harbaugh sat down if it gets worse and worse. And by the way, I'm hearing it is going to get much worse.
18: Well, that's great news. Have a good
6: night,
4: Amy. <laughs> All right. You too. Uh, callers hang on the line. I'll get to you on the other side. Last break. Offensive-minded, I'm Beanie. This is The Game, 7.30 a.m.
6: The Game, 7.30
5: a.m. Right now, traffic. Be aware that Eastbound I-496 from Lansing Road to Grand River Avenue, that's going to have a lane closed for construction there until the 15th of November. You've got a traffic tip, Eight eight two thirteen eighty nine. With traffic, I'm Nathan Vandenberg.
6: Sure, you could listen to static. Or you could get the free Game 730 AM mobile app in your app store today and listen longer without the interruptions from the static. Listen live to all your favorite moments in sports and hear all the action. The Game 730 AM app also has tons of great restaurant deals for you. It's waiting for you right now in the app store today. The Game 730 AM app is powered by Driven Collision. We make friends by accident.
4: Range 517. Lansing's largest firearm Store and indoor shooting range wants you to become a member today. With two membership tiers to choose from, you can decide what's best for your budget. For a limited time, get huge savings on prepayment. Lock in a three-year Range 517 weekday warrior deal for as little as $182 per year for the primary and half that for members living in the same house. That's just $91 per year for the secondary member. Hurry, this incredible deal will not last forever. Stop in soon at Range 517 on West Saginaw in Lansing to sign up. For top-notch auto
8: service that won't keep you waiting, look no further than Driven Auto Center on Michigan Avenue in Lansing. At Driven Auto Center, they're all about speed and quality, with same-day or following-day service on most auto services, including alignments, brakes, or even used car inspections. Their experienced technicians are here to get you back on the road in no time. Drive with confidence. Choose Driven Auto Center today. Visit them at Driven Auto Center on Michigan Avenue in Lansing or online at drivenservice.com. Do you hear that? That's the sound of holiday joy at the Home Depot, where you can find everything you need to get ready for the holiday season, like all new festive outdoor decor. Spread more joy this season with bigger, bolder, and brighter inflatables from the Home Depot. Like our exclusive new eight foot animated Santa and reindeer inflatable for just $149. Available in store and online.
18: Oh. Oh,
5: oh. Get holiday ready right now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Exergen thermometers are proven to be more accurate than non-contact thermometers. And with children going back to school, keeping them healthy is important. Clinical studies have proven that non-contact thermometers are inaccurate and can miss fevers. Accuracy matters. That's why the Exergen thermometer is trusted and used by medical professionals and is backed by over 100 clinical studies. Exergen thermometers are available at Walmart and other participating retailers. Choose a trusted and accurate accurate thermometer for personal use. Learn more about why accuracy matters at exergen.com. That's exergen.com.
10: Are you ready to smell better naked? I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, the OBGYN creator of Lumi, the whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours on pits, feet, privates, and beyond. It's pH optimized to safely and effectively control odor anywhere you have it, but wish you didn't. Plus, it's proven to work better than a shower with soap alone. Whether you shower twice a day or three times a week, Lumi works better. And did we mention it's aluminum-free? With over 200,000 five-star reviews, I'm so sure you're going to love it, or you can return it for free. There's a special offer for listeners.
12: Use code 500 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. That comes with a solid stick, cream tube, free product of your choice, and ships free with code 500 l-u-m-e deodorant.com code 500 for an extra five dollars off a lumi starter pack love it or return it for free that's l-u-m-e deodorant.com code 500
6: the game 7 30
5: a.m right now traffic be aware that eastbound i-496 from lansing road to grand River avenue that's going to have a lane closed for construction there until the 15th of november You've got a traffic tip 882 with traffic i'm nathan Vedenberg.
6: There's only one station in Lansing that you've depended on for sports for over 30 years. Some call us by our government-given name of WVFN East Lansing. You can call us by the name the people of Lansing know us by. And that name is The Game. 7.30 a.m. Start your weekday morning with the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout. Middays with Mike Greenberg. Offensive-minded with Beanie Howell. And the huge show with Bill Simonson. We're a force to be reckoned with. We're Dancing's only sports station, The Game, 7.30 a.m.
0: Hi, my name is Jeff Metz. I'm with Doubting Industries, and I got a story to tell. We want to build people as much as we want to build parts. You invest in somebody, you want them to be there. How do you get someone to stay? Well, they have to matter. They have to be part of what you do. They have to feel like they're part of that solution and feel like they're a part of a company. And so that's what we've worked on. We've really tried to come around to an inclusive culture. You you have questions, you have ideas, you have... We want to hear them. We want to know that you're out there. We treat people really well, and they really matter. And it's important to us that they do
6: Learn more at doubtingindustries.com. Sports talk and the best play-by-play in Lansing. It's just what we do. We're Lansing's number one source for sports talk. The game, 7.30 a.m.
4: All right, we're back, wrapping it up. Got a couple more minutes for you. Let's go to the phone line. 517-342-63, Joe in Lansing. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? So,
17: this is like a... Is there like no deeper or is it just uh this year that he, that they've been spying or is it multiple years? It's alleged to go yet? back
4: to at least twenty
17: twenty
4: one. Twenty twenty one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well
17: that's that's great news. I mean I don't think that uh you know, I mean it's uh it's I'm sure it's not the first time it's happened. It's,
4: it's, well, it is the first time something this vast and coordinated has though. Um Sign stealing has happened forever. I'm sure there's been illegal scouting, but never to this degree with this amount of premeditation and, and calculation. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say,
17: you know, I, I, how long is the investigation going to take? Do they, you know, like, you, like you said, do they suspend them? Do they fire them? Uh, hindsight says that they don't want to fire them or they don't want to discipline them. Right, um, but uh, if it, if it turns out to be bad, I mean, they just might have to they they, they get forced their hand forced by the NCAA, like you know, you know, this guy's got to go, you got to suspend him, he can't, you know, he can't be coaching. And
4: but anything like you know, that wouldn't be in the season, and I think Harbaugh's gone after this year, regardless, going back to the NFL. But I do think what I think is more likely, and I don't know how likely, but I'm saying out of all the different. um you know, eventualities people talked about. The one that I think is most likely is that the stories keep coming and the allegations get worse and worse and the situation gets graver and graver to the point that Michigan is moved to at least suspend him while this is all going on, um, at which point he's basically done because he'll be gone after the season anyway.
17: Yeah, yeah. So you're so you're holding through on the the, the Harbaugh being gone, huh?
4: Uh, Well, I think before all this, yes, because I know he's unhappy with the leadership there. And I also thought he knew, like, this was his last best chance, and he clearly wants to go back to the NFL, and it looks like a couple of openings will be there that he would be interested in, whether it's Chicago or San Diego, excuse me, uh, Chargers. Um, Yeah, I think he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, that's
17: just from – that kinda of takes uh what's going, going on with Michigan today takes it off the back burner a little bit. Puts Michigan in the you know, that you know, that's not gonna be uh um it's not it's not good for both colleges what's going on. I mean, it just such a it's a bad present. Yeah. For what's not going on right now between the two colleges.
4: So uh All right man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Just running low on time, so I had to speed things up there and I got um uh one more email. By the way, I mean as I'm a state guy. Went to school there. Do I love seeing Michigan suffer? Of course. Of course. And don't let anyone try to shame you on that. You got some mouth-breathing Walmart Wolverine saying, Oh, you're just buttered Sparty. That's why you care. Yeah. Yeah, we have nothing positive going on on the football field. Nothing at all. The best thing to happen to our football program before you guys started stepping on your own you-know-what was the hope... And prayer of Urban Meyer taking this job. That's it. Now we have you guys self-immolating a la Mel Tucker. And it's delightful. Don't sit there and try to judge us for that. You would do the same damn thing. In fact, you have for the better part of the last six weeks. Ever since Tucker's downfall, you've been making light of that, enjoying that. And I don't blame you. Not for a second. It's okay to do. An email here from the listener formerly known as Daily Double. He says, Steve from email, says, I do, think, do I think Harbaugh should be let go? Yes. If he's let go, it won't happen until after the season, though. The half-game suspension for Spencer Brown from MSU uh, for that hit intended to harm the Michigan player on the ground is ridiculous. His, his suspension should be for the rest of the season. I want to say kick him off the team, but we all make mistakes. All right, Steve, appreciate it. That'll be the end of the, the show today just because I'm so low on time. But I had a good one. Thanks for being here. Back at it tomorrow, 4 to 6. Uh, Dr. J will be in the house. Okay, we can get back into it then. I'm sure there will be more on whatever we're calling this Michigan scandal. I think we should call it Steel Team 6. You know, because Stallions was a Navy guy. If that's too heady, let me know. We'll workshop something better. Let me know your suggestions. Otherwise, until tomorrow, 4 to 6, be safe and be good.
2: Ow, ow. She's running around. Her breath doesn't smell. Her digestive system is perfect. It has made such a huge difference.
8: <laughs> what did this dog parent do for their dog? She switched to Nature's Blend, a premium freeze-dried raw dog food made by Dr. Marty Goldstein, a veterinarian Forbes magazine called The Miracle Worker. It's the easiest way to support your dog's easy digestion, nourish skin, playful energy, and most importantly, their healthy, full life.
7: I am so confident your dog Will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee.
8: Save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get a free full-size bag of Tilly's Treasures dog treats. Their best-selling beef liver dog treats, while supplies last. Go to drmartypets.com/deal or text DEAL to 511-511. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or shop in over 2,000 stores nationwide. Use the store locator to find the store closest to you. All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request
6: you should be driving to kia from kia of lansing and kia of jackson
2: this message goes out to all the great people in the state of michigan who are looking for a new car and just tired of getting the run around well at kia of lansing and kia of jackson we're gonna make it real easy for you first off everybody gets three thousand dollars minimum for their old trade in no ifs ands or buts second off we have